Hello, I'm Scott Cianizero, DM for the Adventure with Advantage podcast, brought to you by the Goblin Gazette. started welcome to adventure advantage episode or venture with advantage episode five um so recap of last episode the party was making their way they had gotten an assignment to investigate a murder in sun's rise uh and they were investigating checking out what had happened over there um while they were over there, Elamir went and spoke with a barkeep that pointed them in the direction of the Broken Dagger Inn, said that was a shady place, maybe they'd find something there. Uh, so they went over there. Um, after beating a guy in a game of Salsamar, uh, Levy was able to get some information from the guy about a man named The Hook, who Sebastian, who was the um, man who was murdered, may have had some money out or something like that. Um, but that was all the information that they got. And then they were heading over to the guardhouse to speak with Captain Lucas Doring about potentially getting access to the um, murder scene. And that is where we will pick up. So, you guys are making your way across... Uh, what is it called? Dang it, blanking. Storm's, Storm's Passage, Passage, I believe. So you're making your way across there um, on your way to the guardhouse in the merchant quarter. Um, it's probably about, I think we left off, is about 11, 12 o'clock at this point. Yeah, you said it's about noon. Yeah, so it's about noon, so you guys are making your way over there. Sun's up high, busy day. Um, what would you guys like to do? Uh, probably should continue, right? Head over to the guardhouse, is what we heard. That yep. that's yeah that's that's a uh, that's the information you received right uh, Levy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is <clears throat> Elamir with us or not? I don't remember. Yeah, we met up. Yeah, he okay. met up. He and yeah. did you tell us about the information that you saw, uh, had seen too um, from the guards or overheard? Remember, you did that uh, stealth mission. I believe I did. Us. So I don't remember. I mean, if, if we he didn't, he didn't. I'm sure he's willing to tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. It remind me what I heard. Uh, so I believe what you had heard was uh, that the guards had a suspect or a potential suspect that they were questioning. Um, ah, yes. I think that was about it. And it, it seemed that they were getting the body prepared or something like that. Okay, yeah. Because they, they had a suspect in custody, so we were going to go see if we could talk to him. Okay. I remember now. It's been a long <laughs> walk across the bridge. It has been. It's been two weeks. Woo! Um, all right, so you guys are just going to continue your way over to the guardhouse to speak with Captain Doring? 
Yeah. Um, can we kind of like watch as we're going though and make sure we're not being followed? Uh, sure. You're like asking a bunch of questions over there and then heading over to the guard's house might draw some attention. So sure. I'm kind of worried about being followed. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. Ooh. Uh, eight. Eight. Um, okay, so... Excellent start. <laughs> uh, so you, you don't notice anything out of the ordinary, just a lot of people who are making their way across Doran's Passage. Some of them seem to be off to work, some of them you know, seem to be off to lunch, something like that. But no, you don't notice anything out of the ordinary. Okay. Sounds good. All right, well, if you guys aren't going to do anything else, we'll say that you guys arrive at the guardhouse... Um, it seems rather busy today, as you would expect, since there was a murder recently in town. Um, mm-hmm. You see a lot of guards making their way in and out, a lot of, just a lot of activity going on. Um, is there anyone that's like a, like working at the reception area or anything like that so that we could talk to and request an audience with Captain Doring? Um, do we see Captain Doring? Or yeah, or do we see Captain Doring? Um, just from where you're standing, you don't see him now. Okay. Uh, but you are um, outside the guardhouse. Oh, could we enter, or is it not? A, are we not? A, is it like locked to enter? No, you can enter. Okay. Uh, no. I'd like to enter. Okay, and you're saying you want to speak to like some sort of secretary or someone, someone, someone that, that would be able to get us in touch. Maybe like one of the people that we had talked to before. Okay. So yeah, you've you've been here before, and what you have. Uh, there is someone at the front desk, like kind of front desk type thing, who you can ask questions and stuff. Um, it's just a younger woman who's just kind of sitting there. Um, she seems kind of, you know, all the activity, a lot of energy. She seems a little frazzled, but um, is just busy writing stuff down. So if you have questions, you can ask her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So then I'd like to approach her. Okay. Um, does she have a nameplate on her desk? Uh, so I know she's who she's. No. Okay. Um, and I haven't interacted with her before, so I can't remember. So I guess I'll just walk up to her and be like, uh, excuse me, excuse me. Um, may I have a moment of your time? She's like, um, uh, and she kind of like puts, kind of like puts her pencil down or whatever she's writing with. It's like, um, yes, uh, how may I help you? First of all, uh, my name is Levy and I just wanted to say that, um, I'm here to talk to you all about the incidents that have been happening lately. Um, specifically the incident that happened earlier today. Oh, yes, uh, yes. Lots, lots of people have questions about that. Right, and that's kind of why we're here, because people are asking questions, and we want to be able to, you know, help control this narrative that's being put out there. Um, see, we're with the Goblin Gazette, and want to basically inform the people of what's being done. So we were wondering if we could talk to Captain Doring. Um... Roll a persuasion check. Oh, different die. Different die. Has to be a different <laughs> die every time. That's what it is. <laughs> make, make it a good roll. <laughs> uh, popped out of my dice tray, but it landed flat, so I guess that still counts, right? I mean, it's a I 15 mean, total. 15 works. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Um, so she, you know, is kind of brushing the hair out of her face. Again, seems a little flustered. She's like, um... Uh, Captain Doring's actually out right now. Um, he was making his way to the Guildway District. The Guildway District? Okay. Yes. Would you be able to comment about um, the one that you have in custody for uh, the murder? Um, so she seems a bit 
caught off guard. She goes, um, I, I don't think that I... Could you could you let us know who it is? Um, she says, uh, I, I can't answer any questions. Um, any questions oh, you please, may have, you'll have to go through. a really great smile. <laughs> you what? I, 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 please, could you could you just help us? And I flash her like a really flirty, <laughs> good smile. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, roll another persuasion check. Yes. Uh, no, nah, that one's not going to probably work. It's a 12. 12. Okay. Um, she kind of thinks for a moment and she goes, um, any questions you may have um, should go through Captain Doring. I'm sorry, I can't give you any information. Um, could you tell us where he went then exactly? And maybe we could catch up with him? Um, she... Uh, she said that he went to the... To the, the Gillsway Gil- District. Yes, the Gillsway District. But where exactly in the Gillsway District? Um, so she... Uh, says... Um, he had mentioned that he was going to the Temple of Miriam there. Excellent, excellent. Um, and then, do you happen to know when he said he would be back, or did he not say? Uh, he did not say. Okay. Um, well, I think probably we would go pay him a visit, and thank you so much for your time. And then I, I give her a little wink, and then turn around and walk out. All right. She uh, you... smiles and then goes back to whatever she was doing. Do we know anything about the temple? You said Temple of, of Mirian, right? Yes. Uh, you are welcome to roll a religion check to see what you know. Not it. Anyone who's interested. Uh, oh, okay. I rolled a 19. You said a religion check? Yes, sir. So I rolled 19. Natural 20, minus Natural 1. 20. 19. Oh, well. <laughs> so 19. Were you going to roll or no? Um, I figure someone, one of them would let me know what's going okay. on if because I don't think I would okay. have so that you kind both, of knowledge right now. That's fine. Yeah, you both rolled a 19, so you basically have the same level of knowledge. Um, so what you know about Mirian is that she is the goddess of love, life, civilization, healing. Um, has a lot of spheres, very um, people-oriented um, deity. And the temple is quite a large and... Um, Though you've not been there yet, uh, you've heard that it is a quite large, and um, what's the word? It's not large or it is large? It is large. Um, it's very uh, pretty. I can't think of a good word, but like exquisite. Like it's a very nicely extravagant. Well, there you go, extravagant is the word I was looking for. Um, uh, one question, DM. With this role, would you say that would we, would would we be able to know if uh, if she has a very big following? If she is one of, like, the popular gods. (laughs) Um, So because she is the goddess of, you know, life, love, um, again, civilization, stuff like that, she is quite a popular goddess, yes. Okay. Do we know if this is, like, a place you can just, like, walk in, or do we have to be fancy religious people? Um, Again, you've not been to this temple, but most of the temples you at least have been to are open... You know, worshippers, okay. people who needing stuff. Again, especially Mirian, who is very much about people and helping people. Okay, cool. Um, I think we move on then. Yeah, <clears throat> let's keep going. Uh, head that direction. All. Um, are you guys gonna? Do you guys want to explain to me who this, who, what this temple is? Because I didn't 
role. She's so. the goddess of love and happy feelings. Oh. <laughs> How happy are we talking about? Are we talking about making a million bucks happy? Or are we talking about, like... Just a uh, high five and a stranger happy. happy. Uh, we talking about how you make the receptionist smile happy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Steel scar, Steel scar, my friend. That is lust, not love. Isn't it one the same? Uh, for very few. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, so yeah, so you guys are just making your way down to the Temple of Mirian in Guildsway. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you guys um, head down through the Merchant's District, or Quarter, keep saying District, Merchant's Quarter, um, down the road, kind of go through a little um, kind of shaded wood area um, that then opens up into the Guild's Way. Um, So you've not had a chance to visit Guild's Way since you've arrived, but you stop in amazement as you take in the scenery. The walkways are wonderfully crafted with an intricate design of Esrim's icon every few steps. The buildings are massive, reaching high into the skies if they're reaching out to touch the heavens. On the buildings you see beautiful stained glass windows and gold filigree darting off this way and that. As you stand in the street, you see people walking past you in lavish garments of silk, satin, and fine leathers. You also see intricate sculptures sitting between buildings and beautiful fountains shooting water into the air as they glisten in the sunlight. You always heard that Esrim was a city of wealth, but until you visited Guildsway, you weren't that impressed. But now you have to remind yourself to breathe. Um, so yeah, so that is Guildsway. It is where the rich and wealthy nobility live in the town. Would you say it's ultra ritzy? Oh yes. Okay. Again. Um, so, yeah. Just I guess I haven't asked so. this. Good. What's the symbol of Esrim actually? Uh, symbol of Esrim is, I have it written down, it is a, uh, scale. And then there's like a, uh, so it's a blue scale, and there's a gold, um, let me see if I can share it without giving away too much. But it's a, so it's a blue scale with a gold, um, what is this called, dang it, laurel beneath it. Hmm. Okay. Very much about trade and uh, stuff like that. Now, this scale that you're mentioning, would you describe it as one of those old scales where it has like the two little things yep. on the side? Where you... that's what it okay. is. No, it's a fish scale. <laughs> well, you never know. You, <laughs> like this a world... nice fruit scale. I mean, Ooh, you might I like have like one of those little more. scales where you measure food. Yeah. Or portion sizes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's one of those. Okay. Cool. Do we know where the temple is? Uh, yeah, so as you enter Guildsway, the temple is kind of right in front, as you can see on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, right there. So it's kind of like as you enter, you pass a few Easy to spot? Buildings. Yep, it is <clears throat> a large building. Um, yeah, so as you guys get closer, you can see it's a large, beautiful structure made of elaborate <clears throat> stonework and glass windows. Uh, large stone carvings of angels and all manner of celestial beings wind about the top of the temple. Uh, the entrance is a large stone door, which is currently open. You see some people well, kind of shall we? moving, you know, some leaving, some entering. Shall we head in and see if uh, the captain is here? I say we proceed. 
I, I do want to say, though, if, if he is in the middle of some kind of prayer or something like that, I, w- I don't believe we should disturb him and should wait until he's done. I don't feel that's a good way to get on his good side uh, to interrupt someone during practice. Understandable. So, can we head in and, like, check out and see if we can see Captain Dorning in there? Yeah. Now, if you would not have brought that up, I would have just gone in and talked to him without any issue. Oh, yes, I know, I know. Which is why I wanted to just bring it up and make sure, you know, we keep our social tact as high as possible. <laughs> so, uh... Are you going in or are you waiting? I, I'm, um... I want to proceed in keeping in mind what Levy had just mentioned, and I want to see... I want to, like, go towards the church and can we easily enter it? Is there anybody in front of it? Yeah, you can easily enter. It's a large stone door that's currently open. Okay, so I proceed through the doors, and uh, can we see Captain uh, Doring anywhere in this vicinity? Sure. Okay, so as you guys enter, um, so the inside is quite large and grand. It's very open, um, kind of like a old-school you know, church where it's just a large sanctuary. They're just... Um, stained glass windows all around it, so the light's kind of piercing through and kind of scattering about these really pretty colors all over the place. You see lots of pews, a lot of um, people scattered about in the pews sitting and seem to be praying or in meditation or something like that. Um, that's it. You don't, you don't, uh, you can roll perception check, see if you can see him. All right. Uh, sure. One of us. Yeah. Can we uh, all roll? Yeah, go for it. Perception, 17. 20. Where are you going to roll? I mean, yeah, he's like, you don't have like, to if you want. Like, uh, unless you want He's to. like, no. That was pretty good. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Uh, no, no, I, 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 I okay. rolled. What did I get? I got a plus 23. Okay. Ooh. Um, so, yeah, you guys scan about. You see, again, you see a lot of people, heads bowed. Um, you know, some talking with other people off in the corners, um, but you don't see anyone who appears who looks like Captain Doring from your angle. Um, unless you're like going through pew by pew, looking at people's faces, you're not seeing anyone uh, that looks. Could like I, you. like, go up to the front pew and, like, as I'm walking up, kind of like look d- uh, d- down mm-hmm. like each side, just being like, okay, just kind of keeping in peripherals, like who's on each side, and see yeah. if I can catch. Them. And then I just kind of like go and sit in the front and just like pretend <laughs> to pray because okay. gods and stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna just like head banging bard, like looking around. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna stay in the back pews and just sit down and try to keep to myself, looking a little confused. Okay, not being my 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 person, not really really being a religious man. Okay. So, Levy, you walk up to the front again as you're walking down the aisles. You're looking at the people. Your footsteps kind of echoing through the temple. Um, Elmir, were you just hanging around in the back? Could I, could uh, I make a I was the, check? <laughs> yeah. I was actually going to go check the outside and see if he's not in the temple, but maybe okay. just walking by. All right. You were wanting to make a stealth check, Levy, so you're not making noise as you're walking down? Yeah, I don't want to make as much sure. noise. Go ahead. Try and walk... To- quietly oh god <laughs> um 
Oh, I got a 10. Um, you think you're quiet, but the nice. echoes, the echoes tell you a different story. <laughs> um, so, okay. Uh, so you guys are sitting in the temple. At this point, Elamir's going to walk outside. Um, Elamir, you see a lot of people walking around. Um, you can roll a perception check to see if you can see, um, him anywhere. Seal Scar is feeling awkward. <laughs> I rolled a 20. A 20. Okay, so you think you get a good, you know, look about. Uh, you don't see him anywhere around the outside. You kind of peek around the, you know, edges of the uh, building, but you're not seeing anything. Do I see anybody guard-like that's not just kind of like, I don't know. Do, do I see any guards that might look like out of the ordinary? Like, um, not just standard guard business duty, but... No, most of the ones you see walking about, I mean, it's higher alert due to what's happened in the town. Um, right. But um, no, it looks like most of them are just either on patrol or, you know, have stations that they're manning. Okay. Um, I'll still try to just kind of scan the area, but I'll wait for uh, Levy to infiltrate the service. Okay. Um, all right. So, yeah, Levy, so you get up to the front and you kind of peek around and you're still not seeing... Um, anyone who looks like Captain Doring in there. Okay, no problem. Um, since I don't see anything directly, I'll probably wait a few minutes not to be rude. Um, <laughs> and then probably try and make my way quietly out back. Okay. Like, just to the back of the temple or leave? Probably, probably convenient outside because we don't want to talk to okay. each other inside the temple, I would um, imagine. You, you can hear some people talking. It's not... Uh, so basically the layout is, again, it's a large kind of old-school church temple type, but along the edges you, there are some, like, rooms that you can see. You see people look to be, like, priests or people who at least clergy who work here in the temple moving about. Um, so, yeah, it's not, like, completely silent. Okay, um, that's you, fine. You could, like, talk to some of the clergy if you want to or something like that to see if yeah, anyone knows that, anything. Yeah, that would probably be the next thing, would be to look to see if I could find some clergymen. Okay. Um, is there one close by that I that doesn't look like they're preoccupied with something heavily? Um, you see two uh, people walking by. You see a dwarf and uh, what looks like a human, just kind of walking along, speaking with each other. That you could feel like you could probably approach and talk to. Sure, sure. I'll go talk to them. Okay. After my praying, of course, or okay. fake praying, I guess. <laughs> All right. So you walk up to them. And what do you say? They're just like, excuse me, uh, sirs, um, may I borrow you for a minute? I had a few questions. And they both kind of like, just, you know, look to you, hands are kind of folded over, and they're like, yes, how may we help you today? Um, so this is, this is kind of awkward, but I'm, I'm looking for a friend of mine. Um, do you happen to know a Captain Doring, uh, of the city guard? He, he was said to have come here, and I was trying to meet with him. Um... They're like, oh, yes, we are familiar with Captain Doring. Uh, you said you were looking for him? Yes, um, and I was told he would. He was heading this direction, so I was wondering if you would happen to see him today. Uh, go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Oh, which color die? <laughs> whichever, whichever one rolls good. Um, what's my plus? 
Uh, 22. 22. Good job. Uh, give me one second. Wait, no, 24, sorry. 24, okay. Jack Bauer. <laughs> so, uh, they, um, the human looks at you and says, Ah, uh, yes, he's actually meeting with a high priestess Delma right now. Ah, um, do you know when he'll be out? He's like, uh, I'm not sure. They've already been, um, speaking for maybe a half hour at this point. Um, I'm not privy to why he's here or anything like that. Um, do you happen to know where he's meeting at? Uh, that would be the high priestess's quarters. Ah, sorry, I, I've, I'm not used to this temple. I'm relatively new to this area. So I was wondering, uh, is that is that close by or is that in another building? He kind of points to like a back. So like if you're looking at the front of the temple, it's like a room to the far left. Um, but okay. He does say he's like, um, but that it's not really open to just public. Um, oh, of course, of course. I was just, you know, wondering where I could watch to see when they come out. Then, you know, I can catch them when they're done. He's like, of course, of course. Um, I'm sure you could find a seat and they'll be out eventually. Great, thank you. Um, and then I'll head back out to where uh, Steelscar and Elamir are. All right, and like as you walk away, they're like, may the lady bless you today. And then they leave. And be like, you too, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> So um, as, as I see him walking back, I'll just join him if he's going to exit. Uh, so I kind of want to talk to them in like a hushed voice. Okay. Um, is Elamir here too? Um, Elamir, have you come inside yet or are you still outside? Um, I mean, you guys can go get him if he's still outside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was still outside, but we can join okay. him. Yeah, um, then we'll grab Elamir and... Or I guess while, we, while we're grabbing Elamir, we can discuss outside. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so... Um, yeah, so you guys take a step outside. Elamir, Elamir, over here. Hey. Hey. And I join them. So, he's currently meeting with the High Priestess. Um, and it's in a room off to the left of the... Uh, uh, what is it? The main hall, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of what you would call sanctuary. it. Sanctuary left of the sanctuary yes so here's what i'm wondering i am not very good with being sneaky hey all pretty aware of that you however (laughs) you move like the wind i'm a sneaky man so i was wondering would you be able to go and listen in on what they might be talking about see if we can get any knowledge ahead of time Ooh. okay should um, I go from inside, or should we, like, is there, like, a window I can listen through? Ooh, good call. See if there's something from the outside. We could see, is, uh, can we walk around, like, the sides and see if there's any access to the, the outside area, from the sure, outside area? Can... Sure, so, yeah, you guys walk around the edges of the temple and where you would think, um, her quarters would be. Uh, it appears that the... See, so there are Maybe. definitely windows, but they're kind of high up. They're not, um, like, ground level. They're, most okay. of the windows you were seeing in there were kind of higher up in the air. Any uh, nice trees to perch upon? Um, not any that seem to be close enough that you could listen in on. 
Okay. You are outside. Okay. Um. Might have to go inside then. Just trying to see if I have anything that helps. I don't yet. <laughs> um, I will just go try to walk in with some confidence here. Um, okay. before before you go in, before you go in, I just want to uh, to just take a moment and really talk up about how good you are at sneaking. I just want to just instill your confidence of like you're just absolutely the best sneaky person I've ever met. Oh, shit. <laughs> give you some bardic inspiration for this. Some extortion. Not extortion. Yeah. Exhort, exhortation, that's the word. Yeah. He's buttering you up. Exactly. You got this, dude. You got this. <laughs> Not only do I feel sneaky, but I feel beautiful. And I walk in there with confidence. Um, whoa, okay. whoa, whoa. Don't go so far. There won't be one beautiful person in here. Um, so I guess I will try to... Um, I don't know if sneak is the right thing or maybe persuade. I don't know. I'm, I'm more so just want to like walk in with confidence, like as if I know that I'm going there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I, I don't know if that's a sneaker or maybe persuasion. Well, persuasion would only be if you're talking to someone. Um, okay. If so you just wanted sneaker, to walk over there, you can certainly walk over there. Um, persuasion would only come into play. Like, yeah, like I said, if you were, if someone were to ask you something. Okay. Um, so if you want to go um, quietly, it would be stealth. Okay. Peering in, does it look like there are shadows or things to hide behind, or is it a pretty well-lit middle-of-the-day temple? Um, the temple itself, it, there are parts of it that are well-lit. Again, like most of the light is coming from these stained-glass windows along the sides, so there are uh-huh. parts where it's bright and other parts where it's a bit darker. Um, there are like columns that you can kind of like move between that would help you stay hidden if you'd like. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, go ahead and roll a stealth check, and if you want to use your inspiration, you can. <clears throat> so, inspiration just adds a number to it, right? Yeah. D6. So would, yep, so you would roll your stealth. Okay. D20, add your stealth. I definitely you need it. Add the D6. Okay. Uh, with the D6, I got a 16. Okay. Um, so, you guys, are you guys still outside, or did you move inside? No, I'll probably move in and just kind of, like, okay, watch, watch the door okay. to see when it's opening, but I'm yeah. not going to, like, go close. I'll move back in and just go back to that same spot in the, in the same pier that I was at, just okay. not paying so attention to it. Watch as Elamir moves pretty silently through um, from column to column. And most of the people in here are busy doing other things. They're not looking around at other people. You know, it's a very s- solemn... You know, people are praying. Um, serious place. Um, so, like I said, most people are paying, minding their own business. Um, so, you guys watch as Elmir darts from column to column and gets up to the door. Um, and you were wanting to listen in to the door? Yes. Okay. Um, you put your ear up to the door. Go ahead and roll a per- uh, perception check, but I will uh, at disadvantage since you're trying to listen through a door. Okay. I got a 21 and a 9. <laughs> um, so you can hear kind of muffled voices behind the door, but you're not really able to gather much information other than, like, bits and pieces, but it's not not anything coherent that you could put any, you know, use for any inf- sort of information. Can I detect a tone? Are they excited, happy, mad? Um, it seems that the conversation is... 
seems a little bit tense, um, but not too much from what you can tell. Okay. Um, I think I'll just go ahead and knock on the door. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you knock on the door, and there's like, it's a loud thun, 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 and it kind of echoes in the temple. Um, and you hear the voices behind the door kind of stop. Um, and you hear the door open, or see the door open, and uh, before you, you see a uh, woman with uh, pale white skin. Uh, she has blonde hair that almost looks white, and she has piercing blue eyes. Um, and she wears like these exquisite blue and white robes. And she's like, um, hello, how may I help you? I say, hello, my name is Elamir. Uh, I am a an acquaintance of Captain Doring, and I have a, a matter that I'd like to get his attention on if he's available. She kind of like looks out the corner of her eye and goes, um, we're in the middle of a private conversation. Would you be able to wait a few more minutes? I suppose. Um, can I see him at all? Uh, can we make eye contact or is he? You can't. Okay. So you can kind of see into her room. It's, you know, it's basic room. She's a priestess, so there's not too much frivolous stuff that she has, um, the basic necessities, but you don't see him. Uh, to get the sense from where she was looking that he might be on the other side of the door or something like that. Okay. Um, I apologize for interrupting, and I bid them uh, farewell. And uh, I'll go ahead and uh, slunk my way to the back of the church. Okay. Yeah, so they close the door. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. You guys see that Lemire comes walking back toward you. Dang it, dude! Why'd you knock? Why'd you knock? <laughs> just dude, figured, you know, if something you, important was are, going on. Are you crazy? <laughs> I'd want to be a part of it. <laughs> Levy said to be inconspicuous or whatever he said. Hey, I was so stealthy up to the door. That door <laughs> must be at least three feet thick. Couldn't hear a thing. <laughs> hmm. So, um, kind of head bowed, I think I... Uh, just kind of walk out, and they can follow me if they want. I follow him. You're walking out of the temple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Just go outside. Okay. I'm just gonna wait him. here until they um, open the door. Okay. So you guys step outside. Levy stays inside. Um, you guys as soon as we're, as soon as I'm outside, I'm like, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see much need for politics here. No, it's not about politics. It's about paying respect. Oh. Alamir is atheist, so... (laughs) Um, I I accompany you with that, but still. (laughs) No, no, no. Actually, Alamir's not atheist. I guess I don't know how atheism works in a world where, like... Well, we'll save that for another day. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, later. Uh, yeah, okay. we we're, we're co-workers. We don't want to get into that. <laughs> no, we can talk about guys, sports and the weather. You guys step outside. Um, just kind of talk about what transpired as Levy sits inside. So you wait probably for another ten more minutes before you um, see them step out of the uh, room. The door closed behind them and they start making their way up the side together. 
Um, and they eventually start making their way toward the door. Cool. Um, as I get through the door, um, I would like to try and catch Captain Doring's eye. Yeah, so as they get closer, you see him kind of notice you and looks a little, um, the word, not annoyed, but... Um, excited to see us. Not excited. See, more excited about everything that's going on, not in a good way, but just kind of, you can see kind of the stress and weight of what's going on, kind of, he's carrying that. Um, well, we don't see him because we're outside, you guys right? see him, just Levy. Um, <clears throat> so as he approached, he goes, um, ah, Levy, um, Elamir was here to see me? I have no idea what that was about, honestly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> quite odd. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had, I told him that we should just wait until you were done talking with uh, the high priestess for whatever you needed to talk to her about. Yes, that probably would have been best. Probably. What, uh, what I apologize for his actions. While, um, they, while they have their conversation, I'm just outside scolding Elamir still. <laughs> oh my god. Poor Elamir. It wasn't that bad. I'm not. I'm not frustrated. I'm sick while I'm scolding him. I'm also not. I'm picturing you just like going on and on, and be like, "But you have to respect people." <laughs> but at the same time, I'm just laughing while I'm saying all. Uh, like, but it was good though. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I would like to basically talk to him. Basically, talk to him. Like, hey, Captain Doring, I. I, us with the Goblin Gazette, we have a mission to inform the populace of what's going on. And there's a lot of people talking right now about the murder that has happened. And we want to help control the narrative for what's being said out there. I was wondering if you'd be able to help give us a statement and maybe talk to us about the one you have in custody. Um, we also found some things out on our own and we're wondering if you would be interested in comparing notes. Um, go ahead and roll a persuasion check. 23. Okay. Um, he looks surprised at some of the things you're saying. Um, and he kind of has a half, you know, kind of see a smirk for a second. And he goes, well, it sounds like you, um, guys are doing a good job in your investigation. Um, I'm not sure how much... I am willing to share with you guys, uh, but if you would like to speak with me on my way back to the guardhouse, we can have that conversation if you'd like. Absolutely, lead the way. All right, and he like turns to uh, who you assume to be the high priestess, and he kind of bows before her. Um, she kind of gives a little bow as well, and she's like, be careful out there, Lucas. And he's like, just you know, gives her a nod and uh, begins to make his way out. Uh, can I inside check to see if there's something between the two of them? <laughs> sure, you can roll inside <laughs> check. Yes. Natural 20. Instigator! <laughs> <laughs> so, 23 with my, with my plus. Okay. Um, give me one second. <laughs> If you got something private, just private message him. Yeah, I am. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, give me one. Do the the equivalent of the whisper from Girl Girl right now. That's fine. So yeah, give me one second. 
No problem. Guys, make sure you follow us on Twitter at ADV with ADV to keep up with all of our things podcast related or follow us on our uh, website at the goblin underscore gazette if you're interested in video game reviews and the such. See, there you go. Plugins. <laughs> but still, Instigator. Yeah, I, I just, I'm interested. Hey, it's good to be nosy. I'm not docking you from that. I'm just I'm just calling it like I see it. At least somebody's somebody's in I know I would suck at that. <clears throat> That's what I was trying to do, you know. Where are you be, though? Just be forward. <laughs> You gotta try to assert yourself. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, all right. See. So, uh, so Captain Doring starts making his way out of the temple, and um, assuming you follow him as he walks. Yep. Right. And um, do I see Elamir and Steelscar out there? Uh, yes. Yeah, so as you guys exit the temple doors, um, you can see Elamir and Steelscar um, standing outside. Steelscar seems to be moving his hands around wildly. And Elamir just seems to be ignoring him or something. <laughs> Elamir, Steel Scar, do you want to come with? Uh, we're heading back to the guardhouse. <laughs> That's yes, just please. me. That's just me the whole time. Like, but why did you do it? Why? <laughs> yeah, let's meet up. Yeah, I'll follow them. All right. So, uh, so yeah, as you guys step out in the light, Kevin Doring puts his hat back on and begins walking through town. And he's like. So, like I said, it sounds like you've gathered some information. Why don't you go ahead and tell me what you know and what you're wondering, and I will determine what I think you guys should know. Sure. I'm willing to share. Um, so, first of all, we know the victim was a name uh, was a person of uh, lesser stature. For uh, his name was Sebastian. He. Um, Died from multiple stab wounds and was missing his face. Yes, um, that's a grisly end for him. Right, it's very unfortunate. Um, and we uh, we spoke with some people for the areas that he typically hung out with, and we found that he had some dealings with this shady character. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the the alias they go by, but it's called The Hook. He kind of like gives a short laugh. Not like a, you know, like a quick <laughs> He's like, yes, I And um, apparently what people are saying is uh, Sebastian had some sort of deal with The Hook and was doing his bidding lately. Um, and other than that, though... There's not a ton that else that we have to go on. Uh, we have no reason of we, we and then we also found out that um, you were taking someone in for questioning to see if they were able to confirm your, I guess, suspicions if they were guilty or not. Um, uh, but other than that, no, we're just we're still looking to see who caused this and then possibly what their motivations behind this were. Well, we have the same goals here. Um, I should let you know that I am always hesitant to share information, especially with your employer. 
I sometimes worry that uh, they're more interested in a good story than actually helping the people of this town. I'm just going to let well, you know that up front. But sure thing, Captain Dory. But with you helping us, you can help control this story and help, you know, keep it within the bounds that you're comfortable with. He, like, kind of, like, rolls his eyes. Like, yes, it seems like the store will be getting out regardless of what we may do. Um, he's got, uh, <laughs> but I will tell you, yes, the uh, victim's name was Sebastian. He was a beggar in the Sunrise District. Uh, as you said, he was found with multiple stab wounds. His face was removed um, for whatever reason. Um, we do have a suspect that we have questioned. Um, so yes, that information is accurate. Could you tell us who the suspect is? I'm not sure that I really should be sharing that information. Is the suspect guilty? Again, I don't think I'm going to share that information with you. Because what may come of this investigation, we don't want it to... Um, what's the word? Mar this person's character. Of course, of course. We, we wouldn't want to report falsehoods anyways. We would only want to report actual truth here. So if, you know, if you think they're innocent... <laughs> You know, we don't we we don't we don't want any fake news, basically. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, and he says, "Well, the way I see it, if you don't know, then there's no fake news to be had." Ah, uh, yes, but you do know my superiors, and they if they don't have something, then something might just have to be made up, and I wouldn't want to endanger anyone else. <laughs> Uh, he goes, you know, I know Grogard. Um, I've worked with him a few times, and though I do not necessarily always agree with his methods, he is certainly not a liar. And, no, he's not. Uh, he is a man of honor when it comes down to it. Though he does um, may be seeking a good story, so I don't believe you on that one. Um, well, you said yourself that my employer cares more about a story than what's the best for the town. I so fear that that you fear, today. you fear. Well, we money, don't want your fear. Money and greed is a powerful motivator. And though my experience with Grogard is he has not fallen victim to that yet, it's always a possibility. Would you, uh, would you be willing to let us have access to the body or the scene of the crime? Um. Or the witness. Good and roll persuasion check. Mm, this one. I mean, right now our story is everybody's face could be cut off at any moment. <laughs> 21. Okay. He thinks for a moment and he goes, Well, I am a man of my word, and I do owe you a favor for your assistance um, with the sewers. Um, so I will tell you... Uh, the body of Sebastian was actually brought to the Temple of Mirian, um, just recently, actually. And the reason I was there was to actually um, <coughs> give some time with the body to be able to, let's just say, question and see what information I could find out from the victim. Um, but the body has fallen under the jurisdiction of the temple since mm. he is dead. Um, and his body needs, he to be prepared, needs to be prepared. 
the proper rites performed in the certain amount of time. Uh, so that is what I was speaking with the high priestess about. And she Understood. granted my request uh, for later this evening. So if you would like to accompany me to that, you are welcome to. And I will say that our favor is complete at that point. That would be fantastic. Thank you. I. What time should I meet you back here? Um, meet me here. Uh, we can meet at the temple at 5 o'clock. Cool. Do I have a watch? Do I know what time it is? No, I was trying to come up with like dawn or dusk or something like that. So it's five o'clock. He gives you he gives dusk. you a rough, rough <clears throat> estimate of time, so you you know when to show up there. Okay. Um. Before we conclude, uh, could we basically just ask him? Is there is there anything else we could help with between now and then? Maybe go research something. Um look into some things go so he, talk to some folks he just kind of says well I would encourage you in a few regards number one stay safe we don't know why the victim was killed yet we have some suspicions but who knows why so stay safe especially if you're asking questions can certainly put a target on your back um, number two continue your investigation we have our own and I've given you some information of where we are, but continue your own investigation. See what you can dig up. See what you can find. And if you do find something important, please let me know. I believe that the city guard is um, quite good at its job, but I am not a fool to think that they won't miss something. More eyes are better than none. Absolutely, absolutely. We will definitely communicate whatever we find with you if we find something of note. Um, would we be able to find you if we happen to stumble upon something at either the guardhouse or the temple then? Says those seem to be the two places that I will be for the remainder of the day. Yes. And um, I guess another one last question is, has anything like this happened before? Um, he kind of thinks for a moment. He says, um, not... Not in my experience. Well, I mean, a, a murder, yes, people have been murdered in this town, but uh, the face being cut off? No, I have not encountered that before. That's both refreshing and not refreshing at the same time. Yes, uh, it's quite off-putting. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Captain Doring, for your time. I will see you later tonight. Um and I'll let him go. All right. Or so yeah, stop following at, him. At this point, you guys have made it to the guardhouse, and he, uh, you know, gives you guys a quick bow and um, makes his way inside. And I do my usual salute. And... <laughs> Deal's first. The I love salute. the salute. He's got his own salute. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the military salute. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, he's gone. You guys are standing out in front of the guardhouse at this point. All right, what time is it now? Uh, at this point, it's probably about 12.30, 1 o'clock. Okay. So we have to be back at the temple at around... About four hours. Five-ish. Yeah. Four hours, so we have a little bit of time to kill. Um, we don't have a suspect, but we do have... 
an idea of what's going on, and then we're going to be inspecting the body later. So, do you guys have anything that you would like to pursue for this, or anything we want to do in the meantime? Um, <clears throat> so the hook is the bad guy, potentially. He had dealings with the hook. Yeah. We could try and see what's going on with that. Would it be possible that there's somebody out in the sun's rise that is out to get the hook, but they got to our man Sebastian beforehand? Hmm. It's definitely possible. That's the only thing that that was running through my mind as this whole conversation was was taking place. That I don't if he was a loyal uh, employee of the hook. Probably somebody was out to get the hook and took out Sebastian beforehand, maybe as a warning or to make a point. Possibly, but from what I've heard about the hook, he doesn't exactly instill loyalty, more as that he instills fear into people. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. know, loyalty is not just, it's not always earned through hard work and dedication. Instilling True. fear into your employees also brings about a sense of loyalty, knowing what ensues them if they betray that. Hmm. You almost sound like you're talking from personal experience. <laughs> well, let's just say that being in the military teaches you that you learn different types of loyalty. Oh, thank I've you. Never had, I've never had bad experiences, but they do talk about these things when you're training. Um, so our plan of action then, maybe go see this hook character? Yeah, do we think he's in Sunrise? Well, we you're told how to contact him. He's in the something dagger, broken dagger, I think it is. Broken dagger in. Broken yeah, dagger. broken dagger in, and then if we want to contact him, we need to be looking for money, is what I think they were talking about. I mean, we could always use more money. Yeah, the guy said you, he, he's basically a loan shark, so the people yeah. he's meeting with are in need of money. So, I could pose as someone that needs money. I mean, I did just lose pretty big in, in that <laughs> hand last time I was in there. And so, I mean, that could make for a good story of like, hey, I, I got to pay off my debts and stuff. Okay. You know, oh, like, you could say you want to borrow money, not use it, and then come back and just pay that off with whatever interest he imposes on you. <sighs> Oh, you said my least favorite word, interest. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yes, do, yes. Do you not know how loan sharks work? No, I know exactly how they work, which is why I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. So we, we can do that. I, I will need both of you to support me, though. You like want I need to, to the broken dagger in? Do what you guys want yeah. to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'll follow. Get a meeting with the hook? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right, so you guys make your way through the Merchant Quarter, across Storm's Passage, into Sun's Rise. Um, it seems like there's still... I mean, there's a heavy guard presence here, since this is where the murder took place. seems like there's still some investigating going on at the murder in, um, 
site of the murder uh, where you guys are. Um, but most of the crowd seems to have dissipated at this point. And you guys make your way down to the Broken Dagger Inn. Um, before we go in, hold on, do I have it, uh, actually? Could I use my disguise kit to kind of, like, make myself look like a character from that bar that would be there more often? Like, a little bit shadier? Sure, yeah, you can. A little poorer. Um, how long is a little it poor. to use a, uh, disguise kit? That's, uh, I don't know, it doesn't really say. So yeah. what you're saying is you want to make your less I want to make myself less beautiful. Yeah, you kind of broke out there for a second, but yeah. Okay, so Pat. Okay, um, are you proficient with that? Yes. Okay, then yeah, go ahead and roll a, uh, I don't know what that would be. I guess a deception check, let's say. You're trying to make yourself look one way, but using it so... When you try to be dexterous as you're applying your makeup kit? Well, it's, it's, did I say it'd be deception? Um, Natural one. <laughs> what I get. Okay. Um, oh, wait, hold on, I'm sorry. You made yourself more beautiful. <gasps> well, so you rolled a natural one, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's so I'm reading is it's an intelligence check? But you get to add your proficiency bonus to it. So it's a natural one. Okay, so in total it's a one. <laughs> Skill checks aren't an automatic fail with a one. It's still a one though. Aren't you you said you're proficient in it? Yeah, so you're gonna add your proficiency bonus. Oh, if I add my proficiency bonus, it's a three. <laughs> what about your intelligence? You actually, you know what this is what I'm gonna do. Let's I'm just gonna make a roll. Let's just go with charisma, because to me, so it's the equivalent of Charisma check I mean, if plus proficiency bonus. I mean, if it's my deception, then I have like I have deception stat. Okay, so proficiency yeah, bonus plus charisma. Yeah, proficiency plus charisma. And then that'd be a seven total. Okay. Um. Still not. You, still not. You, you get you know you get some make yourself look like kind of a seedy, shady person, um, but kind of what you're wearing and just how your overall look. You know your a pretty boy. Um, it's not the, as, as you finish up and you see Steel Scar and Elamir, they just kind of like get like you know a kid who just drew something and it sucks, but they tried really hard. Like that kind of smile. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's great. <laughs> they get like they're sitting there going, uh, hey, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I'm just like. I totally wouldn't think that you were someone in disguise. <laughs> I'm not trying to be in disguise. I'm trying he just, to. He literally just went over and drew a mustache. <laughs> 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 totally Wise different guy. now. Wise guy, eh? Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a cartoon okay. villain is what you look like, basically. <clears throat> uh, okay. So, yeah. So, that's your disguise. Um, yes. So you guys are heading into the inn at this point? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you guys um, make your way in. Go ahead. Do we see... So we know the barkeep there from earlier, right? Yes. Uh, so as you guys enter, it's a bit busier. Some people finishing up lunch. Um, same type of people you're seeing. You know, kind of hoods up, looking away, seem trying to be minding their business. Um, you do see the barkeep 
you know, is just sitting at the bar, um, speaking with whoever may be sitting there, cleaning up. Um, doesn't seem like, you know, he sees you walk in, but that's about it, unless you want to approach him. Yeah, I, w- I would like to approach him. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so, let me see real quick. Uh, so, yeah, the barkeep, yeah, he's kind of this greasy-looking man. He's got, like, black, slick black hair and kind of this crooked nose, and then he's like, back again, I see. Uh, unfortunately, I seem to be down on my luck. I'm looking, uh, do you know anyone where I could get a thousand gold from someone? He kind of thinks for a moment. He's like, perhaps... Uh, I may know someone. Would, uh, would you be willing to make an introduction? Unfortunately, people I owe money to don't like waiting. Uh, roll a deception check. Uh, 15. Okay. He kind of thinks for a moment. Uh, oh, wait, no, 17, sorry. 17. Okay, so he thinks for a moment, Kelly leans forward, and he says, just give me a second. And he, uh, you see him kind of, um, kind of disappear in a back room. Um, While he's gone, I want to ask Larry, I'm like, if you don't, if you don't feel super confident about your disguise, would you like me to give you a black eye? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> that was so kind of you. Are you sure? I, I really appreciate the guy, it. The guy comes back and you just have a new black eye. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I've been punched in my face before, and I do know that a black eye takes a little bit longer than a few seconds to appear. So. <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys just waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess maybe like go sit down nearby, <clears throat> or is are there like seats at the bar or something like that? that we could yeah, sit there's at? some seats at the bar. Okay, maybe sit there for a bit. Okay, um, so you and then guys... I'll just like look like I'm just wallowing in sorrow. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, uh, roll a deception check. Yes, more deception. Yeah, man. Uh, that one would be a thirteen. Okay. All right. You, you think oh, you do a pretty good time wallowing? You you get some tears. Here and there, you know. It's too late, right? I was gonna say, I was, I was gonna say that I wanted to action and be like, be like patting him in the back, saying it'll be all right. <laughs> uh, it's it's good, yeah. So you're sitting there doing that. Um, all right. So after a few minutes, you see uh, the barkeep um, make his way back up, and he. You said you're at the bar. Yeah. Okay. He walks up to you and he leans forward and he goes. Um, he slides a key to you and he kind of like nods to the uh, area that he went back and he's like go to the room number wait inside alright and he just kind of goes back to what he was doing okay Um, I take it my compatriots won't be able to come with me I'm guessing are you asking him this Uh, no I'm thinking to myself more I of. mean, you have I guess no I'll idea. start getting up to. I'll, I guess I'll start getting up and walking that direction then. And if okay. they follow, then and are able to come with, then they. Can. I will try to follow. 
Okay. Um, as you are walking, the barkeep's like, this isn't a party. Why is everyone going? Oh, sorry. And I, um, I will say, uh, he's not the only one interested in loans. Or does, uh, this person you're introducing only take one at a time? Um... Are you trying to say that you all collectively have this loan, or or need money, or like? No, no, no. no. What I'm what what, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is that does he only issue loans like one person at a time, or can we all go in there and try to get our own loan, okay. or is is um, it like a one person party at a time he, thing? Yeah. So he says if you if you're looking if you're looking for a loan or money, he's kind of saying it's hush. He's like. It's a separate contract per person. There's no reason for all of you to be back there. Oh. Uh, what, can I keep walking when I get out of sight, cast message, and um, sure. send the same message to both Steel Scar and Elamir? It's like, I'll contact you if I need help. Okay, yeah, so he's not, the barkeep's not following you. Um, so yeah, he basically nodded you toward the area that he had gone back to and disappeared for a few minutes. So you... See, as you look down, you just see, like, the number three on the key. Um, mm-hmm. And so you make your way back there. It's a series of steps that just kind of lead down. Um, you get to the basement of the Broken Dagger Inn, and it's a lot larger than you expected. Uh, from what you can tell, it actually seems a little bigger than the inn itself. Um and you just see kind of this winding hallway and just doors along either side of the hall. Um, and so you don't see anyone in the hall, it's just this hall and there are doors along it. Um, and you move down the hall till you find a room that has a number three on it. So once I get this message from uh, Levy, I just tell the barkeep like, well, I'll just go back and take a seat up. Could I, could I at least order uh, two drinks then? Me and one for my friend sitting over there. And I point to uh, Elamir. He kind of just like smiles a toothy grin. He's like, of course. Um, all right. All right, so I'll wait. sitting down. Okay. Yeah. All right, so love you, you. I'm assuming you This is like my fourth drink of the day, by the I way. Know, you guys are drinking <laughs> a lot. Hey. I'm not drinking. <laughs> You're just having it. You get good conversation when you drink. <laughs> um, okay, so, Levy, are you walking into the room, I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay, so you walk this in the room. This sounds bad. It's a very simple room. It's a room with a table in the middle, um, and there's a chair on either side. Um, so, yeah, which, where would you like to sit? What would you like to do? So, is there anything else in the room, or is it just... Table, two chairs, door. I want to sit in a chair looking at the door. Okay. You closing the door behind you? Sure. Okay. All right. Um, so you sit there for... Um, while I'm waiting, can I send them a message again? Do you have to see someone with sit for message? Or I don't have to, it... If I know them, it says I don't have to see them. Okay. What's the range on it? 120 feet. Okay, I'd say yeah, you could probably get them a message, yes. So then I'll send them another message and be like, Hey guys, I'm in room number three. Uh, we're in the basement. Um, 
There's no one here yet, but uh, if something happens, just be ready. I don't trust them. Okay. I just picture when you're using it, you're like doing a little big finger pistols, like, oh, pew! <laughs> All right. Um, so after about five, or say you guys get this message from Levy. Um, you All can right. respond, I think, if you want. If not, that's fine. Um, but... I respond and I just say, okay. <laughs> Understood. We can respond to message? You can yeah. respond to it, yeah. Oh, I figured if we responded, we would just be talking to the air. No, nope. it's magic. You can respond to it in the same manner that he sends it. But he, only he can right. send it. So you can only respond I'll just send it. give him an acknowledgement that I'm ready. Okay. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, so after about five or ten minutes, Levy, uh, you hear, you see the door knob turn. Um, and before you, you see two large humans, or humanoids, walk into the room. Um, one of them is... looks like a half-orc. Uh, the other one has kind of this white, ash-gray skin. Um, just looks like a human, but not. Um, just very tall. Uh, both of them just rippling with muscles. They have black tattoos all the way up their bodies. Um, they are they Are they, like, shirtless? Uh, yeah, so they're both wearing, like, uh, let me see. I like how this is an important question. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Uh, yeah, so they both just have, like, these large metal belts, um, no shirts, and just, like, big black leather greaves on. Um, they just have a ton of tattoos all over their bodies and their face. Um, one of them carries a large axe, the other one carries a large maul. Um, and then, cool. so after they kind of move in and kind of move to either side of the room, you see this uh, dark, black-skinned tiefling enter the room, um, and he has just like these gold eyes. Um, he just kind of has this grin on his face as he walks in, and he just kind of looks at you, closes the door, and takes a seat. He says, so, heard you're looking for some money. It's not the only thing I'm looking for. And looking, what uh. What else might you be looking for? Well, first I'd like to know who I'm doing business with. And he kind of like just like leans back in his chair, kind of, you know, crosses or folds his hands. He's like, some call me the hook. Have a few other names. We'll just go with that for right now. Well, that's fine. Um, you can call me Leviticus. All right, Leviticus. So, what I'm wondering is, money money comes and goes, yes, and money is great. But what I'm really in the market for is information, and I want to see if I can get information from you. I'm looking to hear about Sebastian. Go ahead and roll a uh, persuasion check. Ooh, that's awful. Uh, 12. (laughs) He just... You watches his face, which looked pretty... uh, What's the word? 
confident, just kind of like sleek walking in, just kind of like a slight grin, um, just kind of turned to anger. And he's like, what in the world are you doing? He's like, I was told you're here for money. Oh, really? Is that what you're told? question me about something? Huh, well, I can't control what people tell you. I'm here for information. He's like, that's the only reason anyone would let you down here. Well, that may or may not be the case, but I was told that you had to deal with Sebastian. He goes, I don't owe you anything, any information or anything at all. If you're here for money, well, then I can help you. But if you're here for information on that man, you better think twice. You better think about what you're about to say after this. I thought twice. I still want to know information. (laughs) Oh, shit! You see, uh, he kind of, like, snaps and points as uh, the large half-orc moves toward you and pulls out the axe. Um, uh, can I send a message? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, you can. Uh, Steel Scar, might need some help down here. You can try. Uh, and <laughs> so, but as you're doing that, he grabs your hand. Because, oh, hold on, let me see it. Message. Does it have a somatic component to it? VS. Uh, somatic and vocal. Okay. Or- so, yeah, so he watches you start moving your hand. He just grabs your hand. He's like, ah, 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 ah. What do you think you're doing? No magic or tricks here. Uh, and the the spell did not go off. Okay, that's uh, fine. Oh, crap. I have other ways. Uh, and so he's like, pretty cocky coming down here. I have to admit, kind of piqued my interest. Um, but I really have no reason to give you any information whatsoever about anyone. So unless you can come up with a good reason for me to give you information, a good deal you may have, you'll be lucky to leave this room. Well, I heard you're in the business of making deals, so I thought we might be able to make one. And what deal might you be proposing? Well, I'm a free agent in this town, so I can go places that you might not be able to, such as... Anywhere in the guild district, anywhere near the guardhouse, whatever you might need. We could come to some arrangement, I'm sure. Uh, roll a persuasion check. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, 24. Okay. <clears throat> he kind of like seems to calm down, leans back, kind of nods for the uh, half work to kind of back off. Um, thinks for a moment. He's like, I can always use people who are working for me. So, I may be interested. The only thing I have to say, though, is we must lay out a contract up front. Whatever we, whatever you ask for me, it would be a one-time deal or a per- DM basis. So if you give us me information, I perform tasks. Whatever you need. A favor for a favor. A favor for a favor, you could say. 
Okay. Alright. Well, I'll have to think about what I need you for. There are a few things I may need some help with. Why don't you tell me what information you want, and I'll see if I'm willing to answer it. We want to know, I want to know how Sebastian and why Sebastian was killed. Count things for a moment. He's like, I'm sure lots of people in this town are trying to figure that out. Yes, they are. Hence why we're meeting. (laughs) He's like, I'll be honest with you. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know what happened to Sebastian. He, uh... Okay. Give me one second. And he, uh, turned around and leaves. Um, for a second. Wait. One minute. Can I sleight of hand cast message? You can certainly try. There are two people in the room who are watching you. Yeah, oh, I could, like, uh, slip my hand under my coat or something like okay, that. Or yeah, do, like, a yawn stretch for it. cast it, yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be a 15 for my sleight of hand. Okay. Whoop. There goes the die. <laughs> okay. Uh, you are able to cast it, and neither of them seem to react. Okay. Cool. I'll just be like, hey, so um, I may have made a deal with him, but he doesn't seem to know a lot. I'm going to try and get out of here soon. Who do you send that to? Uh, I'm going to send it to Elamir, because I think Elamir would be able to communicate it best to Steel Scar, because I don't want Steel Scar to react instantly to it. Okay. And then, also, uh... I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, DM, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, I know. I know you said that uh, Levy is having this meeting with this with these three people. Mm-hmm. Did we see any figures enter from the time that he left? That went downstairs. That went to the back of the bar. No, you did not. Okay. Um. Okay. So after a minute or two. You, uh, the hook comes walking back in with a piece of paper, um, and he slides it over to you. Um, he says, "If we're going to do business, like you said, we need a contract." Of course. And uh, so you look it over. Um, seems to be hastily written, obviously, um, and it basically says that for the information that you're looking for for Sebastian. He will ask that you will be making a uh, drop for him. How, how large is the package that I would be dropping? I'm assuming I won't know the contents, so don't worry about me asking. I'm not going to. And I won't look at the package, obviously. You're, you're asking him this, right? Yeah. Okay. How uh, large? How large? He says, uh, small enough that you could hide it in a decent-sized bag. It's not very obvious. Okay. Um, and would I be having to go anywhere where I would not normally be allowed to go to make the drop? No, you would not. Then, let me think. 
going would to the person I make yeah I have one more question would the person I'm making this drop to um endanger me in any way assuming in a successful drop getting the people you work for or sorry getting the people that work for you killed is bad business wonderful then yeah I'll sign the contract okay so you sign the contract and slide it back over to him um, mm-hmm. he just kind of has a grin on his face and he's like alright what do you want to know exactly about Sebastian what was his deal with you kind of just again leaned back he's a very cocky guy um, yeah, leans back you know moving his hand about it's like <clears throat> Sebastian owed me quite a large sum of money you couldn't bake it, pay it back, obviously. A beggar and all. Uh, so, you worked for me. Made drops, similar to what I'm going to have you do. As well as some other stuff. Unimportant stuff, but you worked for me. Um, it's unfortunate, because he was actually pretty good at what I had him do. And if you're wondering uh. if I killed him... I would have no reason to kill him. It doesn't seem like you would be the type to kill one of your own employees who was performing well for you. No. Like I said, it's bad business. Do you know anyone that might not like you having good business? You know, someone that looks at you and says, hey, this guy's making money. He's, he's, he's smart. I need to disrupt his operation. Do I have any enemies, is what you're asking? I wouldn't go so far as enemies. I mean, enemies is a very strong word here. Competition, then. Sure, competition. We'll go with that. Of course I have competition. In this city, outside of this city, they are all maggots compared to the empire I've built. (laughs) Would, Would any of them is so bold as to make this kind of move against you, though. Thanks for a moment. It's possible, maybe, but I don't really see what they would have to gain by killing a lowly beggar. Was he on a drop when he was killed? No, he was not. Hmm. Well, I do know that Someone had stolen his identity, possibly. What makes you say that? In the manner that he was killed. Uh, what, you ah, haven't heard? Yes. No, I've heard. It's okay, yes. yes. Well, I mean, with a bit of magic, one could assume the persona of Sebastian could be interact with one of your clients. Or one of your other associates. Um, he's like, I have no, I see no reason why any of my associates would want to kill Sebastian. No, 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 no. My associates don't even know who my other associates are. Exactly, exactly. But Sebastian, one being a runner for you, would be, have a lot of interaction with a lot of these associates. If he was being followed and then killed, then someone could take over his spot as the runner for one of your associates that may or may not have heard he was killed and disrupt the operation that way. He kind of laughed. He's like, I have many runners. There's no reason that someone would have taken his place. 
right, all right. I think you may, uh, may not be going down the right path with that one. No worries. I'm just trying to, you know, see if I can figure out why anyone would want to kill a beggar. It just doesn't make sense to me, especially in that manner. I mean, you have to be wondering, too, what kind of person would do that to someone. He kind of nods. He's like, I'll admit it's a uh, quite a gruesome way to kill people. Or, I'm sorry, to kill someone. Um, <laughs> unless you're trying uh, to send slip. Unless you're trying to send a message. Exactly. Um, but I've not heard anything. There's nothing that comes to my mind recently as to why someone would do such a thing. Do you happen to have any leads that might lead me into a direction where I could find something about what he was up to? Is there anything one in his private life that you might have known about? I didn't know much about Sebastian. He only worked for me, so I didn't wasn't really interested in his personal life, so no, I don't know much about him beyond the work that he did for me and what he owed me. And how much did he owe you? That's unimportant. Let's just say, in his way of living, there was very, very slim chances he was ever going to pay me back. Now, are you done with your questions? Um, yeah, I haven't really found anything useful, though. I haven't gotten really any information about suggestion that I didn't already have. Well, you signed the contract. Right, and I signed the contract for information. And I haven't really gotten any information. You signed the contract to ask me some questions. And I would no, the, the, the contract is information, friend. The information that I had... And this is the information that I have. One of my associates died, yes. I do not care that he died, though. He was worthless to me anyways. He simply did a job. I had plenty of people who do that. So no, I'm not really interested in why he died. Hmm, interesting. Okay, very well. questions then? Do I have a choice? Not really, no. But, like I said, I'm a businessman, so if you have more questions, that's the deal. So ask them now. This is your only chance. Why do they call you the hook? <laughs> he kind of like laughs. <laughs> a few reasons, maybe. Um, he kind of, uh, you see, um, he kind of, like, snaps to his guards as they both throw these hooked weapons onto the table. Um, he says, I have a tendency to carry those around, use them. I guess maybe that's why I got the name Hook the Hook. Makes sense. Interesting. Creates a persona. I understand. All right. I guess. Very well. Is that it? Apparently. When shall I be doing this drop for you? I'll send someone to give you that information. Do you know where I'm staying? You can find out, or I guess you can tell me. I could. But, you know, 
that wasn't part of the bargain. Sure <laughs> and I give him a smile. <clears throat> and he's like, I'm sure I can find that out. Well, if that's all the business we'll be doing today, I will see myself out. Okay. Have a Bye. Leviticus. I'm sure we'll be talking soon. He gets up and <laughs> And then the, uh, the two big, burly half-orc and the other creature um, exit the room. What was the other creature? Is just a half-orc and a um, humanoid thing? Do I know? Intelligence check, see if you know what it was. Three. Yeah, you're not sure. You've not seen this before. It's just cool. this <laughs> large, hulking, muscled creature, kind of white, grayish skin, bald, no hair on it. Um... Yeah, oh, outside of game, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, outside the game, we all know what that is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they exit the room. And cool. the door is left open. Sweet. Then I'll walk away. All right. Walk out. And then I'm a good, like, six shades wider now. <laughs> and I'm just going to look over Steel Scar, Elamir wordlessly just like nod toward the door and then walk out <laughs> alright so you guys are calling him out the door I wait till he exits and then go out a couple minutes later okay yeah, I'll follow. you guys go out and you see a very pale looking levy standing out in the, <laughs> the street waiting for you guys <laughs> guys I don't want to be so far away from you ever again. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, should we go somewhere safer to talk go to a of what transpired? Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> can we... What time is it now? Um, I'd say at this point it's probably 1.30, 2 o'clock. Okay. It wasn't a super um, meeting, but... How about we go back to, like, the Balding Bard and talk there? I need to condense my thoughts on our walk back. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we can go back. All right. So you guys just you guys are just bar hopping. All right, so you make your way from <clears throat> the... Uh, well, I mean, that's where we're staying, yeah, so it's, no, like, yeah, our inn. It's fine. So you guys leave the Broken Dagger Inn, head through the Sun to Rise, across Storm's Passage to the Balding Bard, where you guys are staying. Yes, sir. Um, the entire journey there, I'm silent. I do not say a word. You're out of screen, by the way. Oh, sorry. I don't say anything. You're fine. The whole time. <laughs> okay. So you guys, unless you have questions for him, you guys walk to the Balding Bard silently. Yeah, I and think we kind of get the hint. Yeah. Or at least yeah. you yes. Make your way. I got the hint. Um, at this point, you know, there are a few people inside the Balding Bard. Balding Bard is a much brighter, happier place to be. Um, yep. So you guys make your way inside. Um, you see the bar barkeep sitting at the bar. Um, who you've met him. Um, his name is Harry. Uh, just a large, bald human. Large yeah. beard. Um, he's always grinning. Cleaning up, talking to some people. Um, sees you walk in, kind of nods to you. Um, just keeps doing what he's doing. Walk up to Harry. Harry, it's been a day. He's like, give me this, give me, give me one of those strong ones again. <laughs> He's like, well, of course, of course, I love to hear it. 
And he kind of like um, goes down, gets a mug, places in front of you, pours a drink into your mug. Uh, I would love to share this story with you, my friend, but I feel I fear it may put you in danger if you hear it. Oh, of course, of course. I understand. Well, I'll just be at work then. If you need anything, just let me know. Absolutely. Pound the drink, and then I go and grab a seat <laughs> at the corner where, and, like, kind of, like, call Steelscar and Elamir over, hopefully. Okay. Oh, we're, we're sitting wherever you're sitting. So. Yeah. Oh, so. you, guys make, you guys make your way over as Levy sits down. Yeah. All right. So... I want to say this in like kind of like hushed tones to them, but I don't really want to whisper the whole time because that would be kind of annoying. So, <laughs> just um, your pistol, and guys. You yeah, just <laughs> behind the back a few times. <laughs> People are watching. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> He's just making finger guns all the whole time. Uh. So, I met with the hook, and I made a deal with the hook. I guess. <laughs> the the deal sounds relatively benign. I'm basically going to be probably delivering illegal goods somewhere. And the exchange was for information. However, the information that he gave us was absolute crap. That guy knew nothing about this case. So Or he wants us to think that. Well, that kind of guy, he does not care about those that work for him. And from what it seems, Sebastian <clears throat> owed him so much money that he basically owned the person. So it was basically like him losing an asset, which for business sense was not so good. Okay. So Hearing this information thus far, Steel Scar does feel uneasy. Yeah. Especially with the nature of his background. Okay. Yeah. And uh, can I? Do I notice if Steel Scar is looking uneasy? Um, Steel Scar, you can make a uh, deception check or not yeah. if you don't want to. <clears throat> then Levy, you can make an insight check. No, I'm gonna try to like keep a straight face, but okay. I I, I am gonna roll a Go deception. Ahead and deception yeah. pull it I want to insight it. I want to <clears throat> insight it. Yeah. Eighteen. Um, where's my character sheet? Who's insight? Ah, sixteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah, as far as you know, Steel Scar is fine with this. I just have a straight face. I'm just yeah. listening. He's just listening, eager to hear what you have to say. I, I don't trust this man. And apparently, he's going to be giving me an assignment. And I didn't tell him where I was. Or anything. So, we'll find out soon, I guess. Um, I'm telling you both this because we're on the same side. And I want you to know what's going to happen. Um, I don't want any surprises between the three of us. So you're not a bad guy, what you're saying? <laughs> I <laughs> am not a bad guy. I don't feel comfortable <clears throat> doing this, but... I would like to go. The reason I made this deal was for our job, because it looked like an opportunity for more information. 
So this is the price I'm paying for that opportunity. Um, I understand. And I appreciate you both if you're willing to stick with me through it. I will tell you this. I am not happy with what I heard, but we do have a job to do, so I will back you up. I will not, however, hurt any innocent people if it comes down to it. Please don't. That would cause so many issues for us. I I have a moral code to keep and I plan on keeping it throughout this ordeal that you just put us in. Agree. Agree. No problem. I, please do not <clears throat> hurt any innocents. Um, I didn't I didn't hear you, Elmer. I said I would hurt an innocent person if we needed to. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that offer, but we're only needed, right now. but you know. <laughs> I will add to this. If it comes down to it, I will personally take you down. That's fine. Take you That's to fine. That's not what I thought you were going to say. Are you, are you going to take me out to dinner or downtown? Is that, is that what you're I will take you down and turn you into Captain Dorian myself. If it endangers innocence or myself or Elamir. Well. I don't, I don't care about fighting people bad. But if it comes down to innocent people getting hurt then I will take action. I'm a bit angry that this this Hook character gave me absolutely nothing of value <laughs> and now expects something back in return. So, I was wondering after doing this little drop, maybe dropping some hints with uh, Captain Doring about what's going on at the Broken Dagger Inn. Good, we could. What, what, what do you guys think about this? I yeah. say, yeah. If we feel like we're gonna leave town soon, I'd wouldn't want to stick around after that. <laughs> but at the same time, we need to remember the Gazette does exist here. Yeah, and we wouldn't want to endanger our employer. But we got our nice magic book. It's <laughs> true. Run away. <laughs> You're screwed <laughs> so long. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his ways, right? It's a whole organization. There's insurance for that. Uh, they just burn it to the ground. <laughs> insurance money. Well, if from what I'm hearing, you got bamboozled in this. Oh, I got I got so bamboozled. That's the technical well, term. Yeah, if we want to get technical, it's bamboozled. There you go. Well, if he knows nothing about this whole death situation, I see no need to name drop him in any article that you write. No. I had, He will not be included in this article, unfortunately. <laughs> I would love to write about his capture, though. Uh, but that's, that's, that's just personal pettiness at this point. I don't really want to... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to have that come out right now. Andrew, basically, you got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. It was a bad deal. <laughs> it was a horrible deal, my man. Uh, I, I pray he does not alter it further. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> well, you signed a contract. <laughs> yeah. All right. You have no choice. So you guys are just reconvening. Um, what do you want yes. to do from this point? Uh, what time of day is it? You said it was around like 2, right? Yeah, probably about 2.30 at this point. Getting 
close to three, maybe. If you guys have sat and talked this through, caught your breath. Um, would you say we have time? No, actually, we're going to go to the temple later, right? Yeah. So you're going to okay. the temple in about two hours to meet with Dorian. Okay, then never mind then. Um, I get... Uh, what do you guys want to do? Do we just want to wait till it's time to meet up with Captain uh, Doring for now since we really don't have any new information we can gather? Yeah. yeah I'm a bit stuck. Um, I was wondering, mm-hmm. what do you guys think? Could we go talk to Amber about this? About face cutting off? Yeah, if there's like a there's magical any, use for it or something. Any known uses for a face? Yeah. That might not be a bad idea. Yeah, I, I guess she might know something. She is an expert in the magics. And then um, the only other thing I was thinking about is possibly finding somewhere where we could brush up on any kind of medical knowledge for this examination later. Hmm. Oh. Um, well... I did take a little bit of medical training when I was training in the military, so maybe I can help with that. Oh, that'd be that'd be fantastic. I would I would love to have your expertise. I'm only here to help. <laughs> You're a good guy, Steel Scar. You're a good guy. <laughs> Stand up guy. Alright, so you guys are wanting to go down or go talk to Amber? Yeah, sure, okay. let's go talk to her. So you guys yeah, make your way over to the Goblin Gazette, which is just next yeah. door. Uh, make your way in. No. Printing floor seems busy. Stuff printing. Noises. Uh, you make your way back to where the Brightstones have their area, which is in the back corner of the room, or of the you know, main hall. Um, as you enter, you see Amber um, sitting at a table writing some stuff down. Doesn't seem to notice you. Amber! Greetings. She's like, looks up in the book. She's like, oh... Good afternoon, lads. How may I help you today? I was wondering if you'd uh, be able to help us with uh, our case that we're on. Ah, and what case is that? (sighs) We're investigating the recent murder in town. Oh, that's you. Okay. Yeah. I heard about that. So, I wanted to kind of talk to you, see... The way the way the man was killed is extremely gruesome, and we kind of wanted to see if there was some kind of magical attachment for why someone might want to be doing what they did to the body, specifically removing their face. So she's like, um, so you're wondering if there was a uh, anything someone could magically do with someone else's face? Correct. Yeah. She kind of thinks for a moment. She's like, you know, other than some form of necromancy or something like that, I can't think of any reason why someone would take another person's face. Uh, Most magics, you you don't really need a face to look like someone if that's what you're trying to accomplish. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, a simple illusion disguise or something like that would work perfectly well. Exactly. So, you know, I'm not sure exactly why someone would take a face, other than, like I said, for some 
necromancy reasons or something like that, but um, I, I don't know a whole lot about necromancy, but I don't know what you could gain from a face that you couldn't gain from an arm or a leg or some, another piece of the body. Makes sense, makes sense. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, we'll be back in. Uh, is there anywhere we could uh, actually read up on some medical information? We're going to be examining the body in a bit and wanted to, you know, kind of brush up possibly on any knowledge that might be needed. Um, she's like, well, you know, med- medical stuff, is that's not my specialty, but I'd imagine if you're looking for some information, you could maybe make your way to the Scholar's Guild Hall. Uh, they have a large library there with lots of information. Um, but Great. maybe ask around. I don't know what you'll find there, though. Again, I've not looked up that sort of information there. Um, well, thank you. Of course. Have um, a great day. Yeah. You too. All right, now I'm peacing. All right. Oh, and so as you're leaving, she goes, Oh, Levy, I do have something for you. Oh? Uh, yeah, you asked me to look into a fairy fire spell. Is that right? Oh, that yes, definitely. Absolutely. Well, I was able to get some information, and I had an idea of maybe something you could try. I'm not sure how well it would work with your uh, skill sets, but um, we could, you'd maybe be able to study the spell for uh, a period of time, and after that, uh, you'd maybe be able to learn the spell. Um, it might... Um, I'm not sure how that would, again, affect your skill set, but um, you could give it a shot and see what happens. Couldn't hurt, couldn't hurt. Thank you for your time. Appreciate that. Um, she says if the the scroll, though, for a fairy fire spell may be a little costly. It um, could be upwards to about 400 gold. Ooh, um, that's quite a bit more than I have. A little pricey. Um, and yeah, that's even excluding the time it could take for you to study the scroll and spell to learn it. All right. Um, do you have the scroll on you? Uh, I don't know. If if you need one, I can I can track it down. I wanted to give you that information though before we did anything because it is a little pricey. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, let me finish this assignment first, and then we can talk. Of course. Let me know. Okay. And then we can head out. All right. See As you. we're heading out, I I like nudge um I nudge Levy on the I nudge Levy, and I'm like. If you're short on cash, we can make a contract so you can borrow. <laughs> and I just laugh. I give him like the dirtiest look. <laughs> just like absolutely filthy. Uh, so you get a dirty look from Levy Stillscar. A little short on cash. <laughs> I, I can fund your scroll. No, no, no. I'll just go back to Hook and get some. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so you guys make your way out of their workshop. And where are you going? Um, should we go to the Scholar's Guild then, what she had mentioned, for like some kind of medical knowledge? It's in the same area, so we could head to the, uh, the shrine afterwards. Yeah, uh, um, I'll follow if he goes. Okay. Um, so we'll just say for the sake of brevity, uh, you guys make your way to the Scholar's Guild Hall. Um, a lot of the guild halls in the guild's way are quite extravagant. Um, scholars' guilds are different. You know, large statues, stonework, 
very beautiful building. Um, as you enter in, um, you are appointed to their access to their large library collection of books and tomes and information that they have. Um, asking specifically about medical, what are you looking for exactly? Like what someone who's stabbed to death looks like? What are you looking for? So the stabbing seems insignificant compared to the face ripping off. So I kind of want to look into one, what kind of medical procedure you would probably need to rip someone's face off. And then if there's any use for someone's face medically. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll, um, let's say an investigation check. So you're pointed in the direction of some books that may help you. Um, you're on a bit of a crunch because, you know, you're wanting to get to meet Doring. Um, so you're kind of flipping through pages, looking for the information you want, not necessarily reading entire 20, books. not natural. A 20? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you flip through, find, you know, some, um, you know, a cleric who had done some research on, you know, bodies and stuff like that. Um, it seemed that removing a face was pretty straightforward. Just required, you know, it was just the skin. It wasn't like the bones or anything from the victim. It's just the skin of the victim was removed. Um, seemed it could be easily done with a knife pretty quick. If you're going for clean, um, it could take a little longer. Um, as for any usages for it, um, again, you're not really finding anything that anyone could use a face for, you know, other than maybe drying out the skin or something like that for some reason, but, um, gonna make some jerky there you go face yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. nothing nothing you're really finding that's helping you and what you're trying to the information you're seeking okay no worries that's kind of it okay i didn't know that this what i was hired for <laughs> face jerky yeah <laughs> uh, like why would we go for face jerky <laughs> all right so you guys just waiting around at this point till you're meeting with doring yeah. yeah, probably browse some books and okay. stuff in the yeah, You guys look around. It's a very large, vast library, lots of information. You see lots of scholars walking about. Yeah, I'm hearing. just sitting down. You're just waiting. I'm, overwhel- <laughs> I'm overwhelmed by the, all the books and everything. Reading is not my forte. Okay. Do they have picture books? <laughs> There's a kid. No, I... <laughs> Steelscar can read. He just doesn't like to read. Uh... Alright, so you guys, yeah, you wait around for the remainder of the time, um, and when it's getting close, you head over to the temple to meet Doring. Yeah. Um, he's outside waiting for you guys. Um, sun's starting to set. Um, as you guys get closer, he's like, ah, glad you made it. Are you ready Thank to you go? Thank you for waiting. Yes, absolutely. Go away. You wouldn't really be able to get very far without me. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> All right, so he um, makes you guys make your way into the temple. Um, he leads you immediately left uh, down the hall um, to a set of stairs that lead downward. Um, so you go down the steps, 
um, and you eventually, it's a large hallway ahead of you, it turns at the end, so you don't really know what's around the corner, um, but he leads you down, you see just small little rooms, some of the rooms, you're, most of the rooms you're seeing in the middle of the room is like a, uh, uh, I guess a pedestal, but like, basically there's a spot for what you see some bodies sitting on, um, and the bodies seem to have like some sort of linen or something draped over them. Um, you're just what you guys know about death and stuff. Uh, it's a very, there's a certain set of rites that they follow that they feel need to be done that when someone dies and that seems to be what this is about, that those rites are done here. Um, the dead, it's a very respectful um, thing, regardless of who it may be. Um, so paying your respects to the deceased and respecting their body after they've died is a very important thing. Um, so he leads you down into a room, and as you enter, uh, you see High Priestess Delma in there. Um, and you enter the room. It's a circular room, not, not super large. It's just, you know, about 20 feet across. Um, in the middle of the room is a pedestal, and you see a body on the pedestal. Again, it has like linen draped over it. Um, you can just see the outline of the body beneath it. Um, and as you guys enter, um, oh, there are some, like the lighting you're getting is there's just a f like two small torch torches or little bowls of um, light on either side of the room. Um, and the high priestess is like, Doreen, it's good to see you. I see you brought company. Does she recognize me? Uh, she does kind of give you a quick glance. And he's like, um, yes, um, I owe them a favor, and they were curious, and I didn't think it would bring any harm to bring them along. And she's like, oh, of, of course not. Um, please, do what you will. Um, and she kind of steps aside. Um, and you guys watch as uh, Doring approaches the body. Is she um, still in the room? She is still in the room, yes. Okay. Um, so Doring approaches the body, and he pulls out a, um, a necklace that you've not really seen. It was kind of buried beneath his armor. And he pulls it out, <clears throat> and he kind of mutters something under, under his breath. Um, uh, do we see this necklace clearly? Uh, not from where you are, because you're currently behind him, but you see him pull something out and from around his neck. Could I try to see what, what kind of necklace it is? You can certainly try and move around the room to see if you can see it. Yeah, I I don't I wanna be not to his on his uh on his backside. I wanna be like to on the side of him, like where I can see him from the side. Okay. Uh roll a perception check so you can tell what it is. Alright. Oh crap. Uh fifteen? Fifteen. Okay. Uh you just see a necklace. It has a symbol of uh God, I'm forgetting what the symbol is. Uh, it's a symbol of a sword and a shield. Um, kind of the shield's up front and the sword's kind of crossing. Um, what, and have we seen this emblem in the church? Is. You've not, no. You can roll a religion check to see if you know what, it's a, what it is. Um, okay. It's not. You don't have to. If you want to, you can. Ah, uh, six. Six. Yeah, you're not super familiar with this symbol or the not paid too much attention to religious stuff. 
Um, so he approaches the body, the amulet, the symbol glows, um, and you hear him begin to speak. Um, one second to catch up in my notes. Uh, and you just hear him say, Sebastian, I am sorry for your untimely death. We have, I have failed you. But with your help, we may be able to capture the one who did this to you and bring them to justice. Please help us in this endeavor. And you guys watch as the body kind of seems like air kind of enters the chest cavity. And you just kind of hear this. Um, Necromancy. That's not uh, what I signed up for. <laughs> you get the Face sense jerky that zombies. Doring is a caster, which you guys did not expect. Um, and so he says, uh, Sebastian, who killed you? And you just hear... Um, this kind of breathy voice. I do not know them. I have not seen them before. Is that coming through clear for you guys to hear? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so Lucas kind of thinks for a second. He says, what did the killer look like? in the body again you see the chest kind of moving up say they wore many faces like masks but the one who drove the knife into me had ash gray skin white pupilless eyes no mouth no Um, and then Doring says, um, did you see where they came from? And then Sebastian's body says, they wore many faces. I did not see them until they were in front of me. And he thinks for a minute. He says, did they say why they were killing you? and you hear the body say they only said this will be the beginning of my legacy and then you see as Lucas looks a little startled um and kind of steps back and looks at you guys and says did you have any questions Oh, you just have. I, I look at Levy. You <laughs> um, If you have a question for Sebastian, Sebastian, I didn't expect that we'd actually be able to speak with him. I thought we were more of going to be examining him. Uh yeah, that's magic. weird. Turn of events there. <laughs> Makes murder investigations a bit different. See, the thing is, I, as a person, know what I want to ask, but my character <laughs> doesn't know what he wants to ask because he hasn't thought that far ahead. And no metagaming, boys. <laughs> what were you doing 
when so, so you Lucas going. is wanting you to ask him this question yeah. before you go and ask. Yeah, no, I, I'd say it's he's uh, the only Lucas, one who like, can ask it. Yeah, so I'd be like, uh, can we ask him, Lucas? Can we ask him what he was doing, uh, like when he was killed? Like, what what was he doing in that location? Because it wasn't exactly his home or anything. Sorry, I was reading something. You were asking him what what was he doing when he died. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Lucas is like, doesn't sound like a bad question to ask. You can tell he's like very serious and somber, and the information he's received is very unsettling. Um, Andrew, sure. all I gotta say is get the hell out of my mind. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. So you're sorry. So you're asked. You wanted to ask what was he doing when he died? Yeah. Okay. Um, so Lucas approaches and asks and um, says, "You know, so Sebastian, what were you doing when you died?" And he just Sebastian says, "I was simply minding my own business, resting for the night." I was not doing anything out of the ordinary. And then you just watch as like the whatever seemed to inflate the body leave as you just hear this. (sighs) Could I tell if he was lying with that answer? Oh, I guess it would be pretty hard to tell. You know nothing about what transpired, how that happened. And... Um, it's very possible you might have actually heard anything, um, but it was more during relaying the information to you. Yeah, you're right. That would make more sense. Um, but you see no reason why Doring would lie to you. Um, no, that is no, that's true. Unless, so um, yeah. Uh, for gameplay purposes, that's what we're gonna say. Um, okay. No, no, that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just thought that we were able to like yeah, when I the was, body response. Yeah, I went back to read the spell and I realized he's the only. It's it's probably only him that uh, is. It's like a one way communication between. Yeah, because he cast a spell, he's the one getting the information. But again, you could roll. No, yeah, that, see if you think he was no, anything. No, I'm good. Um, so after that's done, you he kind of like stops for a second and like you just kind of see his like fist clenching. And he kind of like looks over at the high priestess, looks over at you guys, and he's like, Sounds like we may have a killer on our hands. That is the last thing I wanted to hear, but I definitely agree with what you're saying. Says it sounds the last like, thing it, that sounds I like it, was, it was a party that attacked him. Because you said they, right? There's more than one. Them. You said them. Uh, he, that is what he said, yes. So I'm like, it sounds like it's, it's multiple suspects. The way that he was describing it was that it seemed that it was one person, but he was specifically saying they. So, you're not sure. They have many faces. Uh, can Um, I ask Dorian a question? Sure. Um, this person that you have... Uh, that you've held up 
Do they have multiple faces? Dorian just shakes his head and he's like, as far as I know, no. And I think this investigation just took a turn that nobody was expecting. It seems like whoever killed Sebastian simply killed him because they could. And I don't think anyone was expecting that. Uh, I think one more question. Could I take a look at this person's face? Who? Uh, Sebastian. Um, he... Would it be possible? His face is gone. No, no, no. I want to see, like, his head. He Sorry. looks over the, the at... Lack of- he looks over at uh, Delma. And he's like, you'll have to ask her. Uh, I look at uh, Delma and I'm like, would it be possible if I just took a quick glance at the victim's face? I just want to check the method in which it was cut off. I happen to have a little bit of medical background. wanted to make a... Not a report. What is it to say that the doctor's like... Uh, a just report on it, or just want to? Take yeah, I just want to get a look. Okay, roll yeah, perception. I just or persuasion. Oh, damn it! All right, persuasion is balls. Oh no, I have good persuasion. Yeah, your persuasion is pretty good. Nineteen. Uh, okay, she looks at you and says, "Normally, I would say no, but." Based on this information you just received, I will allow you to take a look. So she what? like motions to Dorian, who walks up and pulls back the uh, linen over the the body, and you see the face that's just skin removed. You just see a skull beneath it. Okay, now what I want to investigate in this face, I want to know if it's a clean cut like something that someone with medical expertise would do or is it like a sloppy job um roll a medicine check awesome would, would we have any advantage on that because we researched it earlier um well it doesn't matter if you do or not because i got a natural mm. 20 oh no, it doesn't matter okay T- total of 22 okay um so you having been in the military and or that military life and being around violence cuts and stuff like that uh, you're able to look at this and see that it was done kind of sloppy um, it seems that it was done quickly um, not you know it, it seems that the skin was torn in spots where it could have been cut and stuff like that so it seems kind of hastily done well, it seems that the person who cut this face didn't really have any knowledge of of how to do a clean job. As you can see around the jawline, it still looks pretty. It looks like they <laughs> tore it off, and it heightened the illustrations. Yeah, like grabbing the face. See, if you look here, <laughs> if you look here, you'll see that the that the jawline was poorly cut off. <laughs> Okay. I just I just relay that that uh, that knowledge that I have in yes yeah, so that it was bad poorly bad job pulls the linen back over there. Um, while the face was exposed, could I have done like a an arcana check to see if it had any magic essence coming out of it or anything? Um, you could certainly try. 
You're not picking up anything. Um, so yeah, so at that point, Dorian's like, well, I think that changes a lot of things. And I have some work to do. Dorian, can we talk before we part ways? And he's like, sure. Um, and he looks at Delma and he's like, thank you, High Priestess, um, for allowing us to um, speak with Sebastian. She's like, of course, no Um And then they, she kind of motions for you guys out, and you guys make your way out of the, uh, the bottom part of the temple up into the upper part, and... Um, uh, Dungeon Master. I was going to say, we can Quick wrap thing. With, might want to wrap it up at this point, unless yeah, you have any... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one thing that I want to do before uh, we wrap it up. Mm-hmm. As they're exiting, I want to stay behind and I want to ask the priestess a question. Okay. I want to. Um, so you're kind of hanging back, is she? Because she was I'm, fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She was. She. Uh, she's behind all of us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as as they're out and like not an earshot of me, I, I want to look at the priestess and be like, "Is it possible for me to come here tomorrow morning uh, at the earliest time that she'll allow me?" I have a few things that I would like to personally ask you, if you don't mind. She's like, of course. The temple is always open to any who may need the lady's loving embrace. Um, what would, what would be the be best there. time for me to meet with you? When the sun rises, I am always here. But whenever you need to be here, I will be waiting. I am typically in the sanctuary in the morning. You can find me if you need me. Thank you, and and then I uh, I catch up with the rest of them. Okay. All right. Uh, Levy, was your question? Could it wait, or did you want to ask it right now? I write it down. We can we can okay. catch up next week. All it. right. I think then we will catch up next week. Then. All right. Awesome. That's the end of episode five, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, hopefully, I can get this up on YouTube soon and in podcast format as well. Um, I believe we're out on iTunes now, Stitcher. I think you need to get TuneIn still. Um, yeah, I think Google Play. So we're in a lot of places if you want to listen to it in podcast form. Oh, snap. All right, guys. Well, there's nothing else. Make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at ABV <laughs> with ABV just to keep up with any updates you might have or, you know, there's. Right. There's some Saturdays we might not be able to come live yeah, due to personal we're... reasons. Yeah. And we'll usually try and put that out there. Also, since the last one, we are now Twitch affiliates. So if you have a sub just laying around, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you have a free sub. So go up subscribe. there. Yeah, man. Subscribe. Thank you, everyone. I think that wraps it up for tonight. Have, have a good night, folks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Adventure with Advantage podcast. You can catch us live on Saturday nights at twitch.tv forward slash the Goblin Gazette.